All right, welcome everyone. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen. And we want to welcome you in on today. And with Derek Fletcher, Yanni Fletcher and Pastor Derek Fletcher with Yes and Amen. Youth Church, welcome in everyone. Welcome in. So glad you could join us, Iyani. So glad you could join us, Derek, for a great and excellent lesson. So glad that you out there in the virtual space can join us for this excellent lesson on today. As you can see with the title, it says, um, Jesus changes everything. Wow. So Jesus changes everything. I'm so glad that I have Jesus. I'm so glad that he changes everything that I need. Everything. All right. So let's take a look. Let's take a look at the lesson and what's going on today. Uh, just some great information, I think, referencing the Word of God. And let's see here. Let's go in. So, so Jesus is the central focus, the central person within the Bible. And so Jesus changed everything. He changed who had access into God immediately. He changed how the spirit of God would settle within a person instead of uh, above or, or around them. He made it possible for us to have entryway into the heavenly realm and so also, uh, we want to inspire you, the student, to respond to what Jesus has done to, to live in response to what Jesus has done in word and deed. And so topics for today, Jesus, knowing Jesus, witnessing, and word of God. How does that sound, guys? This sounds great to me. All right, let's go down. Let's scroll down. Okay. Uh, Iyani, could you open us up in prayer today, please? You can I unmute. Can. You can. Oh, thank you. Hey, guys, today is, is a great day, and we're blessed, uh, and it's a excellent day uh for security reasons we just want to say god bless and happy birthday on today we won't call any names for security reasons and so uh could you please pray for us iani and the fletcher lord thank you for blessing us with everything that you've blessed us with lord thank you for 
everything that you've given us and everything that you will give us in the future. And Lord, we appreciate all of your blessings. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Okay, so we have a scripture here. Uh, Derek, could you read this, this memory scripture uh, for us and then walk us through uh, the repeating of the memory verse? Could you do that for us, please? Ephesians 2 and 10. Uh, Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good work. Excuse me, which God prepared to advance for us to do. Prepared in advance for us to do. Okay. All right, read it again. Read it again. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Okay. All right, read it again, please. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Okay. All right. Okay, so uh, Ephesians 2 and 10. All right, repeat after me. Ephesians 2 and 10. Ephesians 2 and 10. For we are God's handiwork. For we are God's handiwork. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Created in Christ Jesus to do good works. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. All right, let's try that last one again. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Which, Which God, God prepared, prepared in advance for us, for us to, do. to do. All right, let's let's one more time. Which God prepared in advance for us to do. Which, Which God, God prepared, prepared in advance for, for us to do. do. One more time. See, see, this is this is important, right? So we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, and which God prepared in advance for us to do. Uh, okay, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Repeat after me. Which God prepared in advance for us to do which god, which god prepared, prepared in advance for us, for us to, to do. do okay all right man i'm telling you this is a powerful scripture it's speaking to me right now my god my god all right let's scroll down here All right, we're just going to pause it on that. That's the group thing right there. So let you look at that. I'll read that, those three questions. So you can pause it and go through it. 
All right, so what is one of the biggest events in your life so far? Just think about that. And how did that event change your life? Do you like it when things change? Why, why not? Okay, so today we're going to talk about a big change, and it is a change that is recorded in the Bible. We have spent a lot of time talking about how people in the Old Testament look forward to the word to Jesus. Then Jesus is born in Bethlehem and everything changes, right? So the Old Testament in previous lessons, the Old Testament foretells uh, that Jesus is coming, right? It tells of things to come, right? Referencing Jesus. And now New Testament, the word Jesus is on the scene. All right, let's get dug in here. Let's dig in. So John 1, 1 through 4, and then 14. And so, okay, Derek, read the first. Uh, read the first three verses, and then Yanni, read 14 of John. This is John 1. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life. And that life was light of all mankind. Okay. In him was life. And that life was the light of all mankind. Okay. Yanni, read that one. 14. The world became flesh. Hold, hold on. The word. What's that word? Okay, the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of one, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. Okay. The one and only son who what came from the father, full of grace and truth. All right. All right. This is, like I said, this is, uh, to me, it's a powerful lesson today in the scriptures. Okay. So, so Jesus came and dwelt among us. He put on flesh, the son of God, eternal and author of all creation became a man. In an instant, everything changed. Boom. Jesus is the son of man and the son of God. 
okay, in that instance when he was born, it changed the whole landscape of humanity. Amen. All humanity was under the power of Satan who bought death through sin. However, Satan's ultimate defeat came through the work of this one, this one man, Jesus Christ. Above all, all humanity is issued an invitation and a challenge to change the world as well. So what is the work of Christ? And what work do we have to do? What that is, what we are going to talk about today. Jesus, the work of Jesus, and what do we have to do? What do we have to do, you guys? That's the question of the day. All right, let's take a look at this. And so, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. All right, uh, Yanni, I'll let you read this. Now, brothers and sisters, I want to remind you of the gospel I preach to you, which you received on, received and on which you have taken your stand. By this gospel, you are saved if you hold firmly to the word I preach to you. Otherwise, you have believed in vain. For what I received, I passed on to you as the first importance that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, that he was bur buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. All right. What do you think about that? Let's look at the questions. So the resurrection of Jesus. So put simply, what is the gospel of Christ? Derek, what do you think the gospel of Christ is? Of Jesus Christ? Hmm. The word, I believe. Huh? Uh, hmm. His gospel. The good news. What is the good gospel means good news? Yeah. What is yeah. good news of Jesus Christ? He has risen. Okay. Okay. He is risen. That's that's good part of it. What about the rest of it? Jesus was crucified, but buried. And then he what? Rose from the tomb. Okay, he or, rose or, from yeah. the dead, right? Not only that he was crucified, he died for us. He was buried. And then he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. Very important. 
Yanni, what importance does this gospel have? The gospel has the importance of how God saved our sins, saved us okay. from our sins. Just, just one individual? Just the Jews? No, every individual. Every individual. Every individual has free access to what Jesus did, right? The good news. Okay. Derek, according to verse 2, what impact does this gospel have on us? According to verse 2. We are saved. We are saved. Um, okay. By this gospel, you are saved. Okay. If you hold firmly to the word I preach to you, otherwise you have believed in vain. The work of Christ was coming to earth, living among us, dying for us, and raising and raising and rising again to show us the way to eternal life. This changes everything. We can be saved while people in the Old Testament look forward to this day. They look forward to this day because they didn't have, before Jesus, they didn't have access like we have. We do not have to wait any longer. Jesus's promises have come true and we can count on him. All right. We can count on him. Okay, 1 Corinthians 15, 12 through 19. And so, Derek, you're going to read 12, 13, and 14. And then, Yanni, you're going to read 15, 16, 17. Uh-oh, let's do it this way. One, two, three. Four, five, six, seven. Okay, yeah. One, two, three. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, this is weird. Okay, Derek, you have 12 through uh, 14, and then Yanni, you'll read 15, 16, 17, and 18. And what about I'll 19? read 19. Okay. Wait a minute. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I'll tell you what. Let's do it this way. Derek, you'll read 12 through 15. No, do it the other way. Derek, you'll read 12 through 14. Yanni, you'll read 15, 16, 15, 16, 17, and 18, and then I'll read 19. Read 
Ready, go. But if it is preached at, that Christ has been re- raised away here, raised. Uh, has been raised from the dead, how can some of you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? If there is no resurrection of the dead, then not even Christ has been raised. And if Christ has not been raised, our preaching is useless, and so is your faith. Okay. All right, Jan. More than that, we are then found to be false witnesses about God, for we have testified about God that he raised from he raised Christ from the dead but he did not raise him if in fact the dead are not raised for if the dead are not raised then Christ has not been raised either and if Christ has not been raised your faith is futile futile Futile. Futile. You are still in your sins. Then those also who have fallen asleep in Christ are lost. If only for this life we have hope in Christ. We are of all people most to be pitied. All right. So he's saying. If, if 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 the gospel isn't true, then you know, then uh, we doing it to waste time. Okay, according to these verses, if the resurrection were not true, what would what would we lack, Derek? Faith. Okay, we would lack faith. Okay. Yanni, if the work of Christ were not complete, what would our uh, attitudes be according to verse 19? We would be pitied. What? We would be pitied. Okay. That, that, that looks like pity. Pitied. pitied, pitied, like pity, no pity yeah. party. We would be pitied. Looks like pitied. Okay, after Jesus rose, he did not just leave us behind to fend for ourselves, nor did he tell us to hang tight until he died and could be could be with him in heaven rather he gave us some work to do all right so we're going to keep it real acts 1 8 3 11 okay Derek you're going to read 8, 9, 10, and then 
Uh, Yanni, you're going to read 11. Okay. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. And you'll... And, and, yeah, excuse me. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. After he said this, he was taken up. He was taken up before their very eyes, and a cloud hid, and a cloud hid him from their sight. They were looking intent, intently up into the sky as he was going. When suddenly, two men dressed in white stood beside them. Men of Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, my yeah, audio. Okay, uh, Yanni, start Why over. Do you not stand here, men of Galilee? Men of Galilee, they said, Why do you stand here looking into the sky? The same, this same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven. Okay, we'll come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. Can you hear me now? I can hear you now. What happened? Okay, start where, you, start where, um, yeah, just go through it again. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. All right. So what power does Christ give to us? We can't hear you. You got your mute button. Uh, well, I was going to say something like the word, or probably um, power when the Holy Ghost comes. Let's see what let's see what they say. Okay, the Holy Spirit. Ah, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. 
So what is the job he gives us to do? What is the job he gives us to do, Yanni? You're muted. Oh, sorry. Could you scroll back up a little bit? It says that he tells them you he gives them the job to he told them that you will be my witnesses. Yes. Okay, that's it. Let's see. Let's see if that's it. What? To be his witnesses around the what? Around, around the, the world. world. Okay. So what happened as soon as Jesus said these words? It said he was taken up before their eyes and, okay. and, and cloud hid him from their sight. Okay, okay. Okay, here we go. All right, he ascended into heaven. All right, so what was the disciples' response? Disciples, what, what, how did they respond? They are. So, Derek? Oh, I'm muted. So, what were okay. they doing? They were looking as he was going up, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. That's what it said. Okay, Derek, what did the angels say to them? Um, um, and I don't need answers. I can do this on my own. Ah, uh, um, 
They were asking why they were looking up into the sky. Okay. Says here, men of Galilee, they said, exactly, why do you stand here and look into the sky? All right. And then they said what? Um, this Jesus, the same Jesus, what? What else did they say, Derek? The same Jesus. Um, the same Jesus that was um, crucified. Okay. The same Jesus that was crucified, risen, and taken from you into heaven, right? I'm adding all those things you said. Will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven, right? So he's coming back. Yeah. Okay, sometimes we forget that Jesus' work means that we have work to do as well. The work of salvation is done. Jesus has made a way for us to be saved. However, he commands us to share the gospel with others. This is a huge job. It takes sacrificing our comforts, safety, and desires just as Jesus did. Okay, so dead to sin, alive to Christ. Dead to sin, alive to Christ. Okay, Derek, you're going to read verses 1, 2, and 3, and Yanni, you're going to read 4, 5, and 6. And this is Romans 6, 1 through 6. Okay, what shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means, we are those who have died to sin. How can we live it in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we will certainly also be united with him in a re resurrection. Re resurrection like his. For we know for we know that our old self 
was crucified with him so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Amen. No longer. In Christ, we are no longer slaves to what? To sin, right? Correct. Okay. So according to this passage, what is put to death when we become alive in Christ? Here. Well, can I say the question one more time? According to this passage, what is put to death when we become alive in Christ? Uh, we have died, died in sin. Okay. So sin is put to death. Yes. Okay. Our old selves. So... Behold, in Christ, Jesus, he makes all things new. So, Yanni, when we are buried in Christ in baptism, what also happens according to verse 4? So, you guys. It says that our old self will, no, wrong one, but it says baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. Okay. So we live a new life because of him. It's basically saying that the person you used to be goes down into the water and you, when, when you come up, you become a new person. Okay. With our old selves crucified, what are we left to do, Derek? Be grateful, prosper. Um, live a new life. Yes. Okay, so we may too live a new life, right? So if we have been unified with him in death like this, we will certainly also be united. Uh-oh, I said unified, united. United with him in a resurrection like his. All right. So we'll benefit because of him, right? Correct. So how can we live this out day by day? What can we do? What can we do, Garrett and Yanni? So this is a question for both of you. Well, stand strong, walk tall, keep on saying thank you to God and to Jesus, pray to them, talk to them, and basically just live out your everyday life. Okay, pray. Read your word. 
If you need the extra help, you know what to do already. Some people don't. Some people don't know what to do. You can teach them. Okay. You can teach him. That's it. Hmm? Is that it? Yes. Okay, let's find something else here. Let's see, let's go down here. Okay, read uh, Yanni, read, uh, let me see something. Okay, so we got the, the... Okay, Yanni, read Ephesians 2 and 10. Okay. For we are God's handiwork, created in Je in Christ Jesus, to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Okay. When did God prepare you for to do His work, Derek? I don't think he heard, but he said oh. the thing. Uh, my mic was muted. I said when mankind was created. Okay. So when did God prepare you for, prepare you to do his works? Okay, you said before mankind was created. He prepared us in advance. Okay. So, okay, so what is one thing you think God might be calling you to do in your life? And so that's for everybody. Maybe spread his word. Okay, maybe spread his I word. I already do him. that, but I already do that, but. You want oh, okay. to say it again? Okay. Okay. What about you, Derek? Mm. Well, I guess it's basically what Yanni said, except mine okay. is a little bit more. I have a little bit more to discuss. Okay, well, say something. Uh, let me think. Um okay, I have I I I don't 
I don't have anything. You don't have anything. What is the one thing you think God might be calling you to do in your life? Well, hmm. help me out. No, no, no. The perspective here is what not to give you something. What what are you gonna give Christ back? What are you gonna My do? Attention. What is it? Listen. What is he calling you to do? What do you feel? That's a little bit different perspective. Uh, I feel like he's calling me to Christ. No, calling no, me to no. We know, we know he's calling you to Christ. What? works do you think what's your gift your talent and your call what's your passion that's that's the question not what's in it for me but what am i gonna do for christ build cars that's still about me That's still, okay, so build cars. Are you going to build cars and give them to people that don't have cars? Are you going to build cars? Uh, like fundraisers? Huh? What, what, come on. Fundraisers? We're, we're talking about helping others now. Fundraisers, Fun, donation drives, mm -hmm. toys for the children, toys for tots, helping out Africa and their state. Mm-hmm. Right now, that kind of stuff. Okay. So so the whole point is to help us realize that God has things for you, right? But he also has a gift within you that he wants to use. He wants to use. Again, he wants to use to help others. Okay? Okay. Any questions on that? No. Yanni, any questions about that? No. All right. Oh, excuse me. All right, so let's pray. You ready? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. We thank you, Father, uh, for being available and being there for us. Lord God, we thank you for the revelation that we have through Jesus Christ. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy. Lord God, touch every student under my voice, every hearer of this word, that it permeate through the natural causes of their ear, but lands into the spirit, man, 
to increase them, to grow them, to mature them in the things of you, Father God. So we thank you and we praise you in the name of Jesus for every ear, for every eye, um, and every willing worker that's in you. And those that have questions, send help, send someone that will help them and reveal to them your truth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you, everyone, for coming in on today. We thank God for the beauty of his word and keeping us. And we thank God for you on today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Oh, be blessed. All right. Thank you for attending today. This is Pastor Derek Fletcher with Derek Fletcher and Yanni Fletcher. Yes, and amen, youth. We thank God for you on today.